Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. Joining us now, Lynn Washington Jr. He's a professor of journalism at Temple University, co-founder of the award-winning Multimedia Urban Reporting Lab. In addition to his Temple degrees, Washington holds a law degree from Yale University. Lynn, good morning. Good morning, Solomon. How's it going? I'm good, man. How are you? Okay, okay. I was just thinking there's just this Chinese uh, proverb or curse that says, may you live an interesting time. Mm, Lord. And uh, clearly some interesting times. Oh, man. We are in we are in absolutely crazy times uh, where the news just keeps coming and coming and coming. <laughs> it's good for us. I, I don't know how good it is for the world, though. This is this is crazy. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. crazy. <laughs> So let's start uh, with uh, Alejandro Mayorkas. He, of course, the uh, Homeland Security Secretary. Congressional negotiators worked on an immigration deal that would put money towards securing the border. Of course, would also give some money to allies who are fighting wars right now. But Republicans rejected that deal and instead sought to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. The vote failed. Right-wing legislators and presumptive Republican nominee Donald Trump seem to want the border to remain a problem so they can use it as a political tool. Lynn, have we seen this kind of thing before? Uh, Yes. The impeachment efforts against the Homeland Security director are again rooted in Donald Trump. Mm. Donald Trump has been pushing people in the in the Republican Party to bring some kind of an impeachment so he can go on a campaign trail and say, hey, look, you know, I'm not the only one that's been impeached. Mm-hmm. You know, look at what these guys are doing, you know, and they're trying to push it off. So that's where this thing with the Homeland Security um, secretary started. They, they claim that this guy is not doing all that he can with the border. Um, that is falls far short of what the um, standards for impeachment are in the Constitution, which is high crimes and misdemeanors. The Homeland Security um, Secretary has never been convicted of sexual assault, mm-hmm. you know, raping somebody in a department store mm-hmm. um, dressing room. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's never been accused of a crime. And in fact, he's been negotiating with people on Capitol Hill to try to put in some uh, border security measures and, you know, ramp them up. But the Republicans have been going to court and otherwise tanking these things. Mm-hmm. So this all of this stuff happened before this latest round where senators, um, both Republicans and Democrats, for like four or five months have been trying to cut a deal on what to do with the border. And in the end, the Republicans got everything that just about everything that they wanted mm-hmm. um, to the chagrin of some, quote unquote, progressive Democrats. And then again, who pops up out of the sewer? Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want that bill to pass because he wants to run. He wants to campaign on there being a problem on the border. Right. And it's just absurd. When we just talk about things being crazy. He wants to have this as an issue, but he tanked a solution to that issue. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> how does this make sense? What well, doesn't, because this is America mm. <laughs> and, um, 
you know, 2024. Mm -hmm. So that's probably, you know, a little bit what's behind it. And the, the vote for this impeachment, this phony impeachment, fell a few votes short. And now they're going to try it again. Yeah. Uh, you know, as if we don't have enough problems. I mean, you know, deal with some of the problems that you have. I mean, we got to secure the borders. But then the problem that we have on the border is related to some other problems that nobody wants to talk about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And part of those problems are U.S. foreign policy. Yeah. So here we are <laughs> mm -hmm. with yet another mess. Yeah, and and it is a mess, and and but what it shows is that um, many times politics is not about solving problems; it's about stretching problems up out long enough so that you can take advantage of them and benefit from them. Right. The phrase "playing politics" was seen at writ large with this issue. Yeah. Um, you know, just say what you want, and, and and there's a lot of criticism that can be said against you know the governor of Texas and you know, some of. The crazy things that he wants to do. But Texas and, and Arizona and New Mexico, Southern California, they cannot absorb, you know, just thousands of people coming across the border every day. Mm -hmm. They're shipping some of these people up into New York and in Chicago and other places. Those places are being overwhelmed. Yes, there's um, a need and um, you should have some mechanism for immigration but it just shouldn't be crazy wild like it is right now. Mm -hmm. um, and again, you know, I uh, alluded to a minute ago about some of the underlying problems that nobody wants to address. For example, a lot of folks who are trying to get across the border now and coming across the border are from Venezuela. Mm -hmm. Why are they leaving Venezuela? Because Venezuela's economy is, is just shot. And why is it shot? Because of U.S. sanctions. They won't let... Um, Venezuela sell its oil and do other things. So with the economy being bad, people want to leave. They, they can't get medicine. They can't get food. There's, you know, few jobs. So if we change the policy, get rid of the sanctions, you would have less of a need for those people to leave their own country. Mm -hmm. And why is all these sanctions on that country? Mm -hmm. Because they dared to vote for some people. Uh, put them in office in free and fair elections that were certified by international observers. They wanted to use some of their oil money to help the poor in their country. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that America didn't like that. You know, you, you're supposed to, you know, let us come in and economically rape your country and say nothing about it. Mm -hmm. Some of the countries in Central America um, are you know, the problems there are so bad in terms of like real, real time danger, but it's because a lot of military dictators are run these countries with the support of the U.S. government. A number of years ago, when Mr. Obama was the president, uh, there was a coup, I think, in the country, uh, Honduras. And literally within hours after the people, you know, the military overthrew the government, the Obama administration was saying, okay, you're the legitimate. Uh, power uh, in this country and, and we recognize you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's just crazy. Mm. And then this is, I guess this is kind of a side issue. They're talking about asylum mm -hmm. and we need to tighten up the standards on asylum. Years back when a lot of Haitians were trying to come into the country, what was the rap? They can't come in here. They don't have a legitimate fear of their life. Although Haiti was just off the chain in terms of yeah. violence. Yeah. 
They're just economic refugees trying to find a better life. So when they're black, you can't come in. Mm -hmm. But when you're not black, then we find all kind of, you know, ways and mechanisms to, to try to let you in. But this, this immigration thing is crazy and it has to be brought under control. I mean, this last week, a bunch of these immigrants, um, attack cops in Times Square in mm. New York City. Mm. And then some of them allegedly, according to news reportage, ran away, got on buses, and headed for California. Mm. So if these people are, you know, economic refugees and they, they need money, where are they going to get a bus ticket to go to California? Mm. They got money in their pocket. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. They need to stay where they're at and, and take care of things. Because, I mean, we got problems here. We have people living on the street. We have people living in tents. Um, the fastest growing um, homeless or unhoused, whatever you want to call it, the fastest population for that problem are people who are over 65. Yet we're going to help a bunch of people from around the world because of the problems that our government is causing with its foreign policy choices. Yeah, so the Republicans are, are playing politics with this impeachment. They're playing politics with uh, trying to corral this, this immigration problem. And when you look at the Republican-controlled Congress since, what was it, 2022 when they got voted in, not much in terms of substantive legislation that really helps the American public. Mm -hmm. but they're, playing all, you know, they're playing all of these games to our, to our detriment. Yeah, I hear you, man. Now, speaking of, of playing games, we got to talk about uh, Donald Trump, because uh, one of the things that happened yesterday, of course, is that a federal appeals court ruled that Trump is not immune from prosecution for actions he took while in office. They cited two previous presidents as examples. What happened with former presidents Nixon and Clinton and what does it mean for Trump? Well, Trump needs to be held accountable for, as you said earlier, what everybody saw. Yeah. They saw him orchestrate um, an insurrection or an attempted insurrection mm -hmm. to stop the peaceful transfer of power. We saw it on January 6th of 2021 and then all of the avalanche of evidence that has come out since then. He, in an effort to try to wiggle out of responsibility like he's done all of his miserable life uh, is now exploiting the court system um, using every technicality. How, you know, anytime a black person tries to exert their, not anytime, but because so often when black people and poor people try to exert their legitimate rights in court, it's called they're using a technicality. Well, here Trump is using any technicality he can to evade um, being held accountable. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to be convicted. It means that there needs to be a trial if our system is supposed to work. But as you have been um, hitting on correctly this morning, if you got money, it's a whole different uh, criminal justice system than, than when you don't. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think back to one of the guys in, in your book, you know, 10 Lives, mm -hmm. you know, that, that brother who fought for years to get his own self out of jail. Mm -hmm. Lawyers weren't helping him. He goes to the law library and finds and he gets out. Yep. But his, you know, he's he lost. You know, years of his life were robbed from him. And now Trump, fighting these cases, 
is using money that people gave to him for him to campaign for president. Mm -hmm. He's bought burned through millions, tens of millions of dollars with all of these legal cases yep. that he's doing. Yep. So the appeals court said, nope, you're not above the law. Nobody, in, essentially nobody in America is above the law. Even people who are, are ex-presidents. Um, and, and Trump is trying to claim that because he was, was once the president, he's forever immune for anything. Um, at least on the criminal side, because mm -hmm. we now know <laughs> that he's not immune from $86 million uh, for defamation on top of the five million. Uh, we also are now awaiting, uh, what's going to happen in another New York City case involving his businesses. This guy might have to cough up hundreds of millions of dollars, mm -hmm. uh, in penalties. Unbelievable but, stuff, man. Yeah. And, and so the court has given him until February 12th, uh, mm -hmm. to appeal to the Supreme Court. Um, and, uh, you know, the Supreme Court, they can decide what they hear and what they don't. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you think? Um, do you think they're going to hear it or, or, they, or they're going to try to stay out of it? Well, I'm sure that the persons that he put on the court, some of them, they want to hear it. And, of course, uh, Uncle Thomas. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, whatever they tell <laughs> he him. He'll want to change the law. You know? Right. <laughs> Although his wife was part of the clue plotter, mm -hmm. but he should be recusing himself if he's ethical on it. And we know he's not. Hmm. But the court, the Supreme Court, <clears throat> if they take the prudent path, they'll just say, hey, wait a minute. We'll let the lower court ruling stand and let the trial go through. And if there's some issues related from that, then we'll get involved. But now to come in and try to short circuit, um, you know, it's just saying, well, Trump has uh, some validity, what he's saying or anything. It's just taking the case. Hmm. It's going to further tank the court. Uh, so they don't have to take this. It's not mandatory. And they should punt, <laughs> essentially, and uh, let, let let the process play out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to watch how this process plays out, because, you know, his his strategy, obviously, is to try to run out the clock. We're going to keep appealing and appealing mm -hmm. and filing motion after motion and just making this thing drag out. And the interesting thing about about Donald Trump is that this is what he's done in his business career. He's done it throughout his life. You know, drag stuff out until people just have to give in because they just don't have enough money to keep going in the courts like he does. And at this point, uh, the point that you made earlier is absolutely true. He's using other people's money to do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he, and he always tries to use other people's mm -hmm. other people's money. But he, he doesn't want these issues to be resolved or even get near resolution before the election. Um, and that raises another issue with this guy having so much baggage. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he wants to be a dictator only on day one. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. But I want to be a dictator, at least, you know, dictator for a day. Just for a day. Just for the first yeah. day. Yeah. I, will, will that be a new reality TV show? Mm. Dictator for a day. <laughs> <laughs> this is so dark on a third. <laughs> but there's a, a recent poll out that says that most of the Americans, want to have this these issues resolved before election day yeah so yeah. but you're right he, he wants to run the clock out and if he runs the clock out and if he gets reelected then he can manipulate the um, Department of Justice which he has said he's going to do not mm -hmm. once not twice 
but in every other speech that he makes on the campaign trail, he's railing against the Department of Justice. So he's hoping that he can give power again to make that go away, um, the the federal charges. Now, that won't do anything with the charges down in uh, Georgia, Mm -hmm. but they're trying to, you know, tack Fonnie Willis on the side because of, you know, what she was doing on the side Mm -hmm. for a minute. Mm-hmm. So this is just an all you know a full court press to end up oppressing Americans, mm. and it ain't just Americans of color. Yeah, when you know this chaotic guy gets back into office, um, all Americans are going to be hurting. Yeah, and including those you know those billionaires who think they can you know above the fray, mm. we'll just go to our lodges in Montana and it's not going to affect us. Mm. Well, it's going to come there too. Yeah, it's going to affect everybody. That is Lynn Washington. Uh, He is a professor of journalism at Temple University, co-founder of the award-winning Multimedia Urban Reporting Lab. In addition to his Temple degrees, Washington holds a law degree from Yale University. Lynn, as always, thanks so much. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 